Well, in this episode, Jim Brewer is in studio. Also, Ted Cruz is going to, he's bringing it, man. He's going to check in with us as well. Got some really good thoughts. We're doing the news, and we'll do all that right after this. Hold on to your jingle bells. Pluto TV has all your holiday favorites for free. Enjoy Christmas classics like Scrooge with Bill Murray or Last Holiday with Queen Latifah. Plus, dive into festive channels like holiday movie favorites by Lifetime or Hallmark Movies and more. Download the Pluto TV app on all your favorite devices and start streaming holiday favorites on live channels and on demand. With thousands of free movies and TV shows, Pluto TV is your home for the holidays. Pluto TV. Stream now. Pay never. From Corolla One Studios in Glendale, California, this is the Adam Corolla Show. Adam's guest today, Jim Brewer and Senator Ted Cruz. And now, he doesn't care if anyone has a seat at the table, because as a kid, he had neither a seat nor a table. Adam Carolla. Yeah, get it on. Got to get on. No choice, baby. Got a mandate. Get it on. Thanks for tuning in. Thanks for telling a friend. Jim Brewer in studio. He's got a stand-up special. Country Boy Will Survive by Jim Brewer. It's available on YouTube and Rumble and a podcast. The Brewer, the, sorry, the Bruniverse podcast as well. Uh, good to see you, Jim. It's great seeing you. Yeah, so it's crazy. And I know you've been out there and you've been talking about COVID and uh, Trump derangement syndrome. I just saw a clip. And uh, I've talked to Dr. Drew about Trump derangement syndrome a lot. And it's it's something that should be studied, I think, in the future. Well, they say love is blind. Hate is blind. Yes. And they're, they're blind. They're crazy. They're... They're not even rational at this point. I I concur, and it's also crazy that, you know, when you hear Hillary Clinton on The View, and she's like, if he becomes president, uh, we're all going into a gulag. And I'm like, bitch, he was the president, and no one went a gulag. Why we aren't you factoring fine. that in? We were fine. The only ones that were upset was anyone who watched the news. That was it. Right. Yes. That's it. Yes. Um, so I, that clip I just saw the other day, even before I knew you were coming in about, uh, you, I, is it from your special? This is from the special. Uh, this is a very funny 60 seconds on uh, Trump derangement. What is going on? if you're divided politically even you have to admit even if you're like I don't care as long as it's not you know who (laughs) that was like a demonic like the devil came out and just whoever we're gonna make people hate Donald Trump hate get him
because I saw the news channels. I saw them saying, he's racist, he's sexist. You would just wake up to pee in the middle of the night. He hates Mexicans and he, he says they're rapists and he hates black people. And he... What? All right. So what do you think? I I say all roads lead to narcissism. The people I know that are truly, who have true Trump derangement syndrome are crazed narcissists. Uh, I would, I would, I would agree. And they also feel that they are, the, the ones that I know, they all do very well in life. Yes. And they are clueless. They, they, they don't have a, a pulse on society whatsoever. They only have a pulse on their golf club. Uh, you know, I have yes. a friend. He's, he's, he's in this club and that club and that club. And he, he likes buying three, four, $500 bottle of wine every time we go out. Mm-hmm. And he thinks he has a pulse on society. And it's, it's mind-boggling. He doesn't – I call him cockatoos. Mm-hmm. We yes. become cockatoos where you just stare at the screen and ah, right. that's it. Yes. That's all it is. Yes. And the, the thing that's it, – it, it, well, first off, it, it scrambled people's brains and, I, and it gave them a loss of agency. They no longer could think for themselves because they would, you would go, well, what are you going to do? Or what's your policy? I want the opposite of whatever Trump said. So what did Trump say? Well, he said he wants to beef up the border. All right. Then we're doing the opposite, whatever that is. And he said he wanted to be independent from an energy standpoint. He wants to drill. He wants pipelines. All right. Cancel the pipeline. Cancel the drilling. What else did he say? And you literally just did the opposite, which is not a policy. No. You know what I mean? Like if you're with your wife and you're talking about the kids, you have to do what's best for the kids, not the opposite of what your wife wants. She wants them to go to the dentist. Well, fuck that. Here's some taffy. It's almost like they they became 14-year-old children. Yes. I'm not going to do that. Right. They're going to do the complete opposite now. I don't want you staying out past eight. I'm staying out. I don't know why. They just do the opposite. Yes. It's mind-boggling. There's no rhyme or reason. And it began like Whoopi Goldberg wouldn't even say his name. He's like, I'm not going to use his he, bitch. He's the president of the United States. You oh. can say his name. It's not an endorsement of him. How does that? I don't understand how that show still remains on the air. I want to see the collective artwork that watches that show oh. and believes anything that comes out of any of those human beings, if they're still human beings. Minds. My theory is those shows that come on during the day at that hour have exclusively their audience is exclusively unemployable people. And that's why they, it stays on the air. Nobody with a job, no one with a bottom line, no one with a business, no one who has to meet payroll. No, nobody of those people <laughs> would listen to one syllable that came out of those bitches mouths. That's that's it. it you have to be unemployable. To I just, that. I don't even have to hear him. I just see him and I go, ugh. I think they're only around now so we can make fun of them. 
I don't, Possibly. It may I, be for comical entertainment. You may be honest something. Else. I don't know that people watch them in earnest. I think they just watch them and go, did you hear this batshit crazy thing Whoopi Goldberg or <laughs> Joy Behar said last? I, because that seems to be the extent of what that show is. I like when they try to sell. They almost look like a QVC channel where they just have to like, go, all right, we got to sell that Biden's numbers are up. Right. And if you really look and they just try to sell the complete horseshit for an hour straight, one gets louder than the oh, other. They, they'll do that. Kamala Harris is doing a fantastic oh, job. It's just the reporting of it. She's not getting a fair shake in the the reporting. Yeah, that's how terrible that's how press and terrible press. And he was and, a big Biden supporter. And, Why and are if people she saying was that? a white male? Oh. We wouldn't be saying any of the negative things you hear about Kamal Harris. Like it's a literally, it's all projection. If he had the yellow hair and the orange skin, he'd be skinned alive by now. Yes, if all he right. was Kamal. We have. Uh, I don't know why. I feel like maybe you're uniquely qualified for this, but I'll Te- listen. Ted Cruz is going to join us later in the show. Oh, okay. And I've always been. I've always. I like Ted Cruz, and Ted Cruz is a scholar. He went to Harvard. He was in the Supreme Court uh, assistant or whatever the term is or whatever. He's a very accomplished guy, but he has a kind of a bumpkin kind of presentation. And I don't think he's taken he's – he's, he's probably one of the best minds out there. And yet he gets made fun of, called stupid, and you know, blah blah, everything racist, everything yes. else. But his voice, his pattern, his speech always reminded me of this very well-employed character actor from my youth. We'll listen to Ted. Should we listen to Ted first? Uh, this is the back and forth. So let's. Oh, we got Ted and Mister Haney. Yeah, we do. Yeah. Did we do this? No, this is, the internet did this. Oh, somebody did this. Yeah. But did they do it after I talked about it, or did they do it on? Did they figure it out on their, on their own? Mr. Eight years ago, Mr. Haney, Mr. Haney from Green Acres. Wow, who was an actor named Pat Buttram, who worked in Disney cartoons. He, he he would do animated voices. He would do a lot of character stuff. Probably hasn't been with us in thirty years, but. Uh, here, I always thought of Mr. Haney whenever I heard Ted Cruz speak, so here it is. The administration's plan is to get the American people hooked on the sugar, hooked on the subsidies. And in the modern times, there has never been any major entitlement that's gone into effect that has been unwound. Douglas! Oh, Mr. Haney. Hello, Mr. Haney. What are you doing here? Oh, I just stopped by to have my appendixes out. Why? Do they bother you? No, but I figure what's the sense in having Medicare (laughs) if you don't take advantage of it? That's ridiculous. Last week I had my tonsils out. Oh, for... What operation did you have? I didn't have any. You didn't have a free operation? (laughs) No. Did you get any free medicine? No, we... Did you get the diathermy treatment? Look, I... I hope you didn't pass up the liver x-ray. You just ruined it for me. Obamacare will be a permanent feature of our economy. (laughs) (laughs) You just ruined it for me, Adam. Yeah, I always heard Mr. Haney whenever I heard him speak. Uh, Pat Buttram died in 94, born in 1915. Was also Roy Rogers and Gene Autry's sidekick. Oh, and he also 
would pop up in those crazy Disney movies yeah, like the Aristocrats, Aristocrats Fox and, and the Hound, Rescuers, Aristocats, and Aristocats. Fox and the Hound, and, and, and all that stuff. And that's why I always remember him sitting in a movie theater just to, just to get some air conditioning back in the day and watching <laughs> one of those stupid Disney movies. So you um, – Let's let's go through you and COVID and, and how that experience went for you, because I think there's a lot of similarities with you and I and COVID. Well, it's it, – A, I wasn't buying it. Mm-hmm. I got – my agents, all that, they would, they would get really upset with me. Uh, right. Because at that time, too – all these rock bands were out and comedians are out and you're doing meet and greets and you stay in all the hotels and you're, and you're the Airbnbs and you're right. and no none of us are none of us are passing away none right. of us are so that was my first that's ah, a little weird and then once once it shut down I still I wasn't buying it right uh, my kids were in school so they they were thousand percent with the mask police with me yes. but when it really started was um when we started slowly coming back like oh we're gonna open up half the room right uh okay and uh we have a tent outside right okay we'll do that and then we started doing theaters Mm-hmm. A couple, and then at the last second, they, there was two of them that the fans started going, hey, they're requiring the Vax card. Mm-hmm. And that was the beginning. Yes. All I did was make a video. I, I don't, I don't, when I, when I post a video, I don't see how much it's going, and, and I'm dumb as I'm 55, I got kids, I, I ain't got time for that. So when I put it out there, I didn't think much of it. Uh, and then he's like, "Hey, man, this is this is bad." I go, "What do you mean it's bad?" Who said that? The agent. He goes, "This yeah. is getting a lot of traction." Yes. He goes, "It's going to make the news." I went, right. "Is that a bad thing?" Right. He goes, "Well, <laughs> you know, it's." And then I still didn't see. I would hear my friends going, "Oh my God, you get murdered, murdered!" I'm on this. Twitter. <laughs> oh my God, that Keith Oberman just went. I'm like, how Keith far Oberman? into this? Where? What month or year are we in? This is like October 2021. When they when they started rolling out the you better get a vax card right, um, th- I think it's twenty one. All right, around October, mm-hmm. it definitely was somewhere around that time because I remember I had a special that I that I was going to put out, mm-hmm. and um, I was on a, a platform where you just download it for three ninety nine. It was great. It was a big rock play. Oh, we do. We play these bands. The guys are riding these bands, and. Um, about five days later, they said, "Listen, uh, we can't, we can't air this." Big fans, yeah, runs a fan. Big, big fan. <laughs> we're just going to lose billions of dollars. Uh, it's linked, not to, because it wasn't in the special, but just because you were associated with it. Correct, right? And because I said I'm not playing venues that are going to force the the car. Right. Okay, right. That's ridiculous. We've right. heard, it's all ridiculous. Now we're on a whole different realm of. Of psycho yes. takeover. It's a takeover. It's always a takeover. Yes. Um, that was the beginning of all. And I had a great phone call from, I, I never really spoken to Rob Schneider, called me. Mm-hmm. And he, 
I had a great conversation with him for about an hour, and he was telling me about BlackRock and and he's been in Congress and Jim, be careful, your family, and just mm-hmm. you put everything out there. Let 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 it start snowballing because it's going to start snowballing, right? And I really didn't understand what he meant, mm-hmm. but now I do. Yeah, now I get it. Well, I want to talk and uh, Dawson just because I played it with Drew today, and it reminds me, but. Um, Jim will get a kick out of it. Uh, Russ Simmons, who I like to make fun of from SoFi, who uh, gave the speech about masking up in between bites or Uh. whatever. Uh, This guy runs SoFi, and I enjoy calling him a douche and a dictator (laughs) and an asshole every once a year because it should be revisited. So that's a couple things Um, for all those who tried to shut everyone down with an iron fist. Uh, it's not enough that we just turn the page and keep walking. They need to be verbally abused. Agreed. At, at least. And uh, Russ Simmons is uh, at the top of my list because he gave this speech before the Super Bowl. And I watched this thing 10 times and I noticed something on the 11th watching that I'm going to point out. He is uh, given a speech about wearing masks in the stadium, which is an open stadium, with no mask on. Uh, but he is wearing a gator, which have proven to do nothing. So right. the guy who's <laughs> wagging his finger at us about the uh, stadium, by the way, the same stadium where the governor, Gavin Newsom, would take pictures with Magic Johnson and Garcetti, the mayor, would take pictures with Magic Johnson. No mask. They're holding their breath. But they yeah. held their breath. Yeah. Yeah. Here's, yeah. Let's, let's enjoy this, this little speech from this douchebag, <laughs> Russ Simmons. <laughs> The protocols include a mandatory mask requirement in the stadium for everyone two and years of older, regardless of their vaccination status. Are required to wear a face covering in the stadium and the tailgate areas, except while actively eating and drinking. And that doesn't mean buy a bucket of popcorn and eat it for two hours. Actively eating and drinking. We are on to you. The staff right. is on here. We're on, to, on you. to us. All right. Uh, here's the whole point, douchebag Russ. Uh, don't sell the fucking popcorn if you don't want us to nurse a giant bucket of popcorn. <laughs> you sell popcorn, you don't smell, sell it in small containers. You sell it in a windsock, like from an airport. Like they literally sell <laughs> six foot long bags of popcorn. <laughs> but and there's no junior fun size anything. You can't buy a beer that isn't a tall boy. By the time you get the fucking tall boy a beer and a windsock full of fucking popcorn, yes, you are then sitting there for three quarters consuming that. But this, this is what blows my mind. It, it, people that bought into this if you just change the accent either way you can go that you will wear the mask uns doesn't matter we are on to you and your popcorn you would go oh my god these people were these or they were do, tyrants uh, or you can go on time on ta- what what were you gonna say <laughs> you could do it better than me but uh it wears the mask or it doesn't get the lotion or something <laughs> like that <laughs> the signs of the lambs Oh, yes. Yes. Yes, Clarice. Yes. You will wear the mask. I can't do him. I can't do him. Well, this was the retarded guy who kept the chick in the hole. But I I um, got a lot of bitter. Not bitter. Yes. This guy's an asshole. His Mm -hmm. name is Russ Simmons. He's Mm -hmm. wagging his finger at everyone for wearing a mask while not wearing a mask while having a gator around his fucking neck and uh, telling us that we can't nurse 
a product that he sells. By the way, the product probably cost them 49 cents. They sell it for 14 bucks. Yep. And they don't want to cut off the concessions. So they will sell us all. By the way, all people do is sit in stadiums with popcorn, hot dogs, candy and beer, and just suck off it the whole time. But Russ is on to us. Well, bitch, don't sell it. Then, if you don't want us to take make the policy, you can't come in without a mask. You must keep the mask up at all times. There is no concessions. Do that. But you won't do that. You want the money from the concessions. But you want some sort of moral high ground mm. as well. So you're going to wag your fucking fingers at us, <laughs> retard Russ. And by the way, I know people who work for him, and they say he's a douchebag. And uh, they love it when I call him a douchebag. So I'm <laughs> going to continue he? to call. He runs whatever at SoFi Stadium. I, he has a job where he gets to be the dictator of SoFi Stadium. Or Russ, how about you come on the show and apologize, you fucking coward. But you won't do that. You're wrong about the mask. And then, how the hell? Even if you're, if you're vaccinated, well, I thought that was going to solve all our problems, Russ. Remember Barbara Ferrara? Yeah. yeah, they all said just get vaccinated. And you won't get COVID. And to anyone who's two years old or older, like you can fucking get a two-year-old and not ruin their experience. Russ is senior vice president for I don't know what. Something Campus and facility operations. All right. Well, anyway, Russ, we'll accept your apology if you'd like to tweet it out for being fucking wrong. And here's the good news. We don't have to listen to anything these fucking idiots ever say again. Ever. Well, ever. I got a whole list of uh, – what's his name? Russ Simmons. There's, there's, we should have a whole list of the Russ, Russ Simmons – Jackass, we need an apology list. There's, there's yes, a whole... There's a Mount Rushmore, and there's not enough room on Mount Rushmore for these people. Remember the female who was, I don't know, district select woman or something? Was it New Jersey? Where Ugh, she was talking about, tennis? if you're going to play tennis, you, can, you can't play doubles, or you can play doubles if you know your partner, but no strangers, and you must keep an open court between you, and don't reach down and pick up the balls. you got to kick the ball back to, it's like, any other things we should be listening to you fucking retards about? Because you're <laughs> fucking wrong about everything, and we should never stop bringing it up. That's I my agree. point. I agree, because they will try everything, yeah. anything. So and they got away with a lot. They went after you for making that statement. Yes. And uh, then the suits got involved at a certain point, like representation and stuff like that. Correct. Um, and then after that... I also had interesting people reach out, which I which I, I had a lot of country western guys. Oh yeah, start rushing. Hey man, we got your back. Yeah, you know, the patriot. We're patriots. I, yeah. I'm like, what? What do, we, what do you mean? And so there was a whole other crowd that right. started stepping in, going, "We got your back. Whatever, whatever it is, we'll we'll we got you, and we'll help you." Well, so I have a theory. Um, oh, we have the balls video, which everyone laughs at because she keeps saying kick, kick the balls. But what is this witch's name, by the way? We'll figure it out. Ugh, I already don't like her. She's, she's going to give Look us an update on the two jackasses on, on, on each side with their wearing masks. Now, wearing somehow mask. the, the people who aren't talking don't. The people who don't talk need to wear a mask. The right. people who are talking, which means air and spittle is coming out of their mouth, they don't have to wear a mask. She doesn't have a mask. She has a gator. Laura Kern. Is this Long Island? This is Long Island. I recognize yeah. the Nassau. I'm from Nassau County. Laura yeah. Kern. 
Yeah, right. Laura Curran, yeah, county executive. Make some room for her up on retard. County Jackets. Mountain. All right, here we go. Every player, unless they're from the same, same household, has to bring their own tennis balls so that you don't touch other people's tennis balls um, <laughs> with your hands. You can kick their balls, but you can't touch them. <laughs> I'm going to blush, sorry. Um, of course, if you're, pl- <laughs> if you're playing with someone in your household, you can touch those tennis balls. Uh, to, avoid confu- <laughs> to avoid confusion between whose balls are whose, you can use a marker, like a Sharpie, to mark out, to put an X, to put someone's All right. initials on. It, it was never a thing. It was never spread through touch. But we're getting this bitch giving us a fucking lecture on kicking tennis balls oh, and marking. Balls. Like, as if it was something. Dude, Jesus it sounds Christ. like it sounds like the person that wrote that was like was was on our side going, "All right, here you got to do this speech." And as she was about to read, they were going, "She's doing it. She's so stupid. She's doing it. Kick their balls, and you can touch their balls." Now, if there's a fella you don't know and his balls are near you, you definitely want to kick their balls yeah. for sure. You can fondle. Yeah, don't Laura Curran or Curran, I guess. Oh God. Now, here's what I'm thinking, and here's what I'm saying. Here's my theory. Yep. My theory is it really didn't have anything to do with COVID. I'm with you on that. It went right back to Trump derangement, which is you said something about COVID. You said, I don't think these uh, Vax passports are a good idea. I don't think the masks work. I don't think I, I want to go out and kick balls or mask up in between <laughs> fucking bites like a retarded person. And they went, oh, Trump voter, huh? Oh, God, and, and yeah. And went, no, I'm just saying I don't yeah. think the mask makes sense. Yeah. I got you. You're yeah. voting for Trump. Yeah. All right. We got to take him down. Yeah. Why? Because what he said about masks? No. Well, yeah, but that means it's a he, tell. He's not he's not against Trump. That's a tell. And so if you if you stood up against any covid protocols, you outed yourself as a non-democrat. And if you outed yourself as a non-democrat, then you needed to be taken down, but not because of the mask. That's it, interesting, because there, if you remember right when they started pushing back with the um, with the with the being locked down. Right. Something happened around there. So anyone that was pushing back and protesting were dumb. They were rednecks. Yeah. They were they're they're morons and most likely Trump lovers. Yeah, yeah. And they also they had a super retarded math, which is a lot of stuff didn't add up. They'd go, Trump is dangerous. And they go, why? He told people to inject bleach. He told them to inject bleach. And then you'd go, all right, so why is that dangerous? Well, first off, he didn't say it. But then secondly, why is that dangerous? Why is that dangerous? He's got a whole army of morons who do anything he tells them to do. Okay. Who injected bleach? Nobody. Of course not. So either he didn't say it. Or he doesn't have an army of morons who'll do whatever. It's one or the other. Because nobody injected bleach means he didn't tell them to inject bleach, or he did, and they didn't listen. Either way, your argument is fucked up. My neighbor um, at that time 
worked was was working to push out one of the vaccines. Works with a big vaccine company. Uh huh. And he came over to talk to me, and he he said so, he he I can't believe the president said inject bleach. And I went, that is not what he said. It, right. It's clear as day. I'll show you. Uh, he said, and then. I'll never forget. He's trying to push me about the vaccine and why, my, why I would never do it um, and my reasons with other vaccines. And he said something that was so disturbing to me. He goes, I said, what about all the bad effects? What, what, about, what about all the bad side effects mm-hmm. that vaccines have caused? And he thought for about a split second. And he went, yeah, the good outweighs the bad. And that statement is not about health it's about money and how many when they when they get together how many people will be affected with a disease how many people will now become special needs how many people will have this you know what the amount of money we're going to make right. i'm going to say the good outweighs the bad that was a quote that i'll never forget uh what he said and that's the mentality of that side that pushes things. It's really about money. They pretend it's about health. Oh, no. But, but it's about uh, the, the, all the useful all idiots costs. that did all their bidding, that's the part I'm interested in. I'm not really interested in Big Pharma because Big Pharma's doing what Big Pharma does, making making money. Cash. I, I'm more interested in the moms and the useful idiots that just lined up right behind Big Pharma and did all their bidding for them. Did you did you find did you find yourself I I I'll tell you at this point like if things really went down like horrible things went down I already know we'd be in serious trouble because of the amount of people willing to sell anyone out Hey that child's playing outside Oh hey yeah. that store No I used to think about You know, somebody dropped a dime on Anne Frank. It wasn't like a German soldier found her. They were tipped off. Yes. Like somebody who was not in the military and was part of Anne Frank's community went, uh, hey, Schultze, not for nothing, but uh, there's a 13-year-old girl stuffed in that attic over there. Uh, by the way, if I get a couple extra rations of cheese and bread, you know, so well, thank you. That would yeah. be awesome. Yeah. Oh, the people that were selling everybody fucking out, I was disgusted by it. Still am. I, I still am. You're right. I was disgusted on a sort of one-on-one level. Just all the I, I knew a guy who had the misfortune of living in Venice Beach, California during COVID. And like I said, Things varied from place to place. You know, yeah. you could I've always said in, in my stand up, I go like the the worst eight words you could hear when you're flying during covid is on behalf of your Seattle based flight crew. I'd always be like, oh, fuck, this <laughs> bitch going to be up my ass the entire fucking flight. Right. But when you're flying to Houston, you had the Houston based flight crew. The fucking chick didn't care. They didn't care. So this guy lived in Venice and he's a an avid jogger. And he couldn't jog through Venice because people would be yelling at him, where's your mask, while he would be jogging. I have no fucking idea who those narcissistic cowards are. And then there's the ones that just go online. I mean, uh, I made a, a statement, a uh, Twitter statement, yeah. 
about uh, the, the, the one I love too is the C list celebrities dusting themselves oh. off to make some sort of statement. Uh, when when I talked about when I sent my tweet out that saying this thing's killing old people and sick people and the rest of you pussies got played, <laughs> which I stand by, stood by, never took down. Uh, I loved it when um, Valerie Bertinelli yeah. and uh, George Takei. Oh, God. Came out to attack me. Like, f- first off, it's all narcissism. Like, Valerie Bertinelli. Valerie she Bertinelli say? is like, oh, she, oh, we have the article somewhere. It's it's pretty funny. She's They always do this thing where they go, I have asthma, so do you want me to die? And it's like, well, now I do. Now I do. I didn't before. I was just saying, I don't want to wear a fucking mask, bitch. Yeah. And you got duped. Now, you can do whatever you want with your own fucking health. But uh, it's always like me and then uh, George Takei had to weigh in, like, just fucking useless zero celebrities. I so saw I some of the Takei stuff. Just, just thoughtless. He's a fucking retarded it's old thoughtless. man. He's insane. He's just insane. It makes no, zero sense. The yeah. Guy, it comes from nowhere. They're baseless. It's I frightening. It, it was in that Newsweek article that we had when they were, I don't know what Dawson's doing, but you can find it there somewhere it's pretty it's pretty good you were a monster during it you were you were incredible <laughs> i was like first off i called everyone a pussy <laughs> i called everyone a pussy and every time someone would tweet me and go like i have a son with special needs do you oh, think i'd God. always go i have a son with special needs and then they go my grandfather died of COVID." i'd go but three of my grandfathers died of COVID. I'd either say that I'd either one up them or I'd go get under the bed, pussy. <laughs> that's, that's all I would have to answer. Everyone would get under the bed, pussy. And everyone would say to me, why are you being so insulting? And I'm like, cause these people need to be insulted. They're not stopping. They're not stopping. I, and they I, didn't I, stop. What do you want me to do? Oh, my bad. So sorry. I'll rethink my statements next time. No, I would just call them a sheep or pussy. And tell him to fuck off. Do you have it, Dawson? <laughs> Just because it'll make Jim Uncle laugh. Is it's a the Newsweek came out with an article like the following. Whatever. This is a I viral tweet. Sent my tweet out. Yeah. Now, I said sick people and old people were dying, and the rest of you got played. Yes. Or I called them pussies. The rest of you, I should have said cowards. Got played, mm. and then I said, "Who's getting played next time?" Right. That's uh, what I meant. That's what I said. It's exactly what happened. There's nothing wrong with that statement. Thank you, Jim Brewer. <laughs> there's nothing but wrong with that statement. But Valerie Bertinelli begs to differ. All Ra- right. Sorry. Go ahead, Dawson. Radio host Adam Carolla was blasted on Twitter after blasted. falsely suggesting that falsely. only the old or sick die from COVID-19 while insulting those who got played by believing medical experts. Yeah, you're medical experts. I love experts. those words. I did it. I love There's so much in it, which is radio show host. I haven't hosted a radio show in over a decade. They didn't want to say podcaster because podcasters are cool. You're cool. Yeah. You're yeah. Experts was right. the big, experts. big yes. expert I, has spoken. You believe the experts. That's right. Quote, turns out the people dying from COVID are old or sick or both, Corolla tweeted early Monday morning. How many of you pussies got played? And who's going to get played the next time? Although the sick and elderly are more susceptible to serious complications or More death, or, or 99.999% more yeah. susceptible? It's still more. Okay. Same thing. Susceptible to serious complications uh, or death due to COVID-19. They are far from the only groups 
that the virus kills. Data from the Centers for Disease Control. Oh, okay. They're the only group that gets killed from COVID. Newsweek, would you like to rethink this or print a correction? Far. They're far. Far from it. Far from it. Okay. It indicates that over 35,000 out of more than 170,000 COVID deaths were those aged under 65. Younger people who contract the virus are also able to easily spread the infection to the elderly. In addition, many of those who survive bouts with COVID-19 may suffer from potentially long-term damage caused by the virus. No, all wrong. All wrong. And by the way, you said under 60, but you didn't say under 60 without pre-existing conditions. That's what I said, Newsweek. Regardless of their age or previous medical history, many who overcome the illness are left with damage to organs, including the heart and lungs, along with other issues like persistent neurological systems. Corolla 56 may have been referring to apparently deliberate misinterpretations of the CDC data which have recently which have been recently shared online by those seemingly seeking to minimize the serious health impacts of the pandemic I didn't seek any I looked around and saw nobody under the age of of 60 dead who was healthy that's what I saw. President Donald Trump on Uh-oh. Sunday shared a tweet there from an from an ad- adherent of the QAnon conspiracy theory, <laughs> absurdly claiming that only six percent of CDC deaths attributed to COVID nineteen counted because the virus needed to be listed on a death certificate as the sole cause of death in otherwise healthy people. Twitter later removed the tweet for violating their standards on false information. Death certificates often list multiple causes of death, despite one cause being chiefly to blame really in the case of COVID-19 some death certificates list underlying conditions as contributing factors which can include common conditions such as obesity or high blood pressure complications that result from contracting the virus were also sometimes listed as causes such as organ failure leading to death Although Corolla has made similar claims in recent weeks while, re- <clears throat> while repeatedly insulting those who express Thank concern you. about the pandemic express as, concern. as cowards that yeah. are hiding under the bed. Yeah. Monday's tweet had inspired substantial backlash by the next day, including from several prominent prominent, prominent. <laughs> I'm a radio show host. Celebrities <laughs> criticized Hold Corolla's on, tweet. D- Dawson, you guys Stop on occasion. Prominent. What, 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 year, what was the date of this article that's going to make us laugh? It's on there. It's got to be on there. Uh, September 2nd, 2020. September, beginning of September. Wow, that was, that was thick. That was early. Was All right, right there, let's yeah. hear about the prominent celebrities. Celebrities criticized, criticized Corolla's tweet for both the grammatically incorrect insult and the dubious medical claims. Dubious. With many pointing out that younger people with no underlying conditions had died from the virus. Yeah, none of them. Comedian Dan Telfer joked. Don't know who he is. That the president had just named Adam Carolla the Secretary of Health and right. Human oh, Services. Hold on. I love those, New, I love news those week. comments. Uh, Newsweek. You said several prominent celebrities and started your list with a person nobody has ever heard of. That's not good writing, Newsweek. But keep going. Who else is prominent? I'm 60 and have asthma, 
actress Valerie Bertinelli tweeted, thanks for thinking that it's okay that I die. Yeah. Wow. Corona karma is real, Adam. Star Trek actor George Takei added, and you just and you just tempted it to grab you by your pussy ass. He's such a vile, fucked wow. up, weird old dude. Jesus Christ. All right. So anyway, there you go, Jim. And would it, would it, would it, who it, outside, does anyone know he, if you've never listened to the show he goes on, does anyone know who he is? George Takei? Who is, if you had no clue, if you didn't he listen to Sternback in the he day. He was the seventh lead in, in a shit sci-fi in, thing in the from 70s, the early 60s. 60s. No one gives a f- He's never fucking done a thing since. No one gives a fuck who Takei is. Uh, Valerie Bertinelli was on One Day at a Time when she was fucking 14 and then did like Hot in Cleveland or something in 91 and is ne- un-fucking-ployable completely. And the first guy, I, I mentioned his name, except for I don't know his fucking name because he's a comedian. <laughs> You've been doing comedy. I've been doing comedy. Combined, we got 62 years experience, and I've never heard of this comedian. It's impossible that Jim Brewer and Adam Carolla have never heard of this comedian that Newsweek talked called a prominent celebrity. They were wrong about every single thing in that fucking article in Newsweek and suck my dick. And next time you read an article in Newsweek, think about this article where they got everything wrong. And this is what I say, too. I, I'll talk about it. Why would you believe any anything on news, Newsweek, all the newspapers, they blatantly got everything wrong? You're going to start trusting them now with anything they put out there? I, that's anything? My, that's my point. Anything. All right. We need to take a break. Jim Brewer's going to hang out, and we'll do more with him right after this. Let me tell you about meter holidays. Well, they're here. And... uh we get to stuff our faces, and that's what we love. So I got a must-have tool for you, folks who like to cook, and uh, it makes a perfect gift as well. Meter, smart meat thermometer, tracks the temperature of your meat, lets you know when it's ready to come out of the oven or the smoker, the air fryer, off the grill. I mean, listen, let's face it. You cook You don't want the meat to be undercooked, so you end up overcooking it, and then it gets dry, and nobody's happy, and that's why you need meter. Don't undercook or overcook that turkey, by the way, for the holidays, or the prime rib as well. And meter comes with cloud service for limitless range. So you can do it and go go shopping, go pick up a six-pack, whatever. Go watch the game. Watch the game. Let the meter do the work. Perfect tool for holiday cooking and the perfect gift for anyone who loves cooking, especially barbecuing. It's Meter. Right, Dawson? Shop Meter.com for the best kitchen tool out there and make this season stress-free. Use it for your holiday cooking or start shopping for your Christmas gifts. That's M-E-A-T-E-R.com. Ladies, they are in your face double finger to your face you can't pee where you want duda duda you wanted your own bathroom now we take it away there goes all your eyes do you want to play a sport too bad too bad 
Hit a dick and play with you now. As parents go, this is inclusive, right? Jim Brewer is on the Adam Carolla Show. Yeah. Chicks with dicks playing female sports. Man. What time? We're here. We're here. They, uh, I think a dude just swimming on the chicks team just set some sort of yes. breaststroke record. Yeah. Back east. It's on. Uh, <laughs> listen, everybody. Here's what I've learned about humanity in the last 10 minutes. We're, <laughs> we're horrible. And we will game any system we possibly can. So if you say that's how we're built. So what I'm saying is this. I can no longer trust humanity. When you go, uh, I'd like to bring my dog with me on my next flight. And you go, we can't bring your dog on your flight. Yeah. What if it's the service dog? Oh, Everybody's then I can bring it with me for free on my flight. Yeah. But you got to get a note from the doctor. Oh, okay. Which doctor? Oh, go online. His name's Steve. Yeah, okay, I'm going to do that. Okay, go do it. You think about how anybody has to, even when you're dealing with, not even, but when you're dealing with taxes. Yeah. Like, I, I got a call from my accountant once, and he goes, uh, listen, there's this thing where you can make like a $50,000 contribution to your friend's kid's college fund, and it's right. tax-free. And then he'll make a $50,000, and it's untaxed to your kid's college fund, and it's tax-free. And I go, oh, okay. Well, let's do it. Right. I, that's what we do, what we did with pot, you know? Well, right. I, I want to smoke pot. Well, pot's illegal. Well, not if I have a card for my right. doctor. Well, why wouldn't you, if you could clean up in sports, you want to be ranked 287th on the men's team, or do you want to set a record with the ladies? Well, then we'll do it. That's where we're at. That is where we're at. And there's a little something that we used to have called dignity that prevented us from doing this shit. But that was a bygone era. And it's on now. I would say it's even in the morality zone. Uh-huh. Morality has been completely destroyed. Common sense completely destroyed. I mean, if you take, let's just take the drag queens. All right, everyone's upset. I mean, drag queens been around forever. No one's ever had a problem with drag queens. Right. It's just the, if this was back in the day, and oh, back in the times are different. If a man came down the street dressed like, forget a female, a whore, Mm -hmm. and wanted to start shaking in front of the children. Yes. He probably wouldn't have made it off the street. Yes. It would have been very ugly situation yes. for that. And it had nothing to do with rights. It had nothing to do with hate. It had everything to do with morally, you know what this human being is doing is wrong. Yes. And we, we, we've, we've lost common sense and morals to whatever, whatever the screen dictates, whatever the morons, the, quote, educated professor at the university. People yes. think because they went to a university, they're, they're immediately better than everyone. They're smarter than anyone. It's, it's quite entertaining and scary at the same time. Well, I've seen college professors and college students ripping down pictures of abducted children that Hamas kidnapped. And I'm like, all right, we've lost it. We've, we've, it's, it's over. Completely, it's over. 
It's mindless. By the way, and these people never stop talking about, oh, those truckers in Canada or these MAGA guys right. or the guys listening to country music and wearing cowboy boots. Like, those people have morality. Yes. It's you who've lost your fucking humanity, you fucking idiots. Correct. You've used education has somehow purged your logic. The guys who build barns all day and mend fences and work acreage and shit like that, they fix tractors and stuff. They have logic. They live in a logical world. Correct. You live in a world of ideas, and they're all corrupted and bizarre now. And and there's no debating those ideas. It's just this idea or you're a, you're an enemy. You're serious. You're right. shut down. That's why selfless plug – but this, the new special is all about that. I mean, it's called Country Boy Will Survive, but it's literally this society brought me to the point where, uh, A, I wanted, I wanted to learn how to hunt. Never hunted in my life. I never had desire to kill anything. But what I witnessed, I went, you know what? I, if things go down, I want to I wanna know. I can't even change a light bulb without, without getting nervous. I want to know I can uh, survive. And then I started listening to, I forgot when I was a kid, I'd listen to Hank Williams and I listened to um, Johnny Cash and Hank Williams Jr. And I listened to that song, Country Boy Will Survive. And you, know, and you can say, ah, redneck, this and that. Like, well, I don't know. It's pretty straightforward how they see life compared to how you see life and who says which one is better. Uh, it's the morals, the respect for yourself, let alone others, is probably the most damaging I've ever seen in the history that, that I've been alive. I've never, I, I, I don't feel like this was like this for this long. I, no, I, I feel like all of a sudden it just went batshit wild, and it's game time. Yeah, I'm, I I was working on a documentary on K Rock, the radio station out here. Yeah, and. K-Rock New York took their name from K-Rock out here. But I found myself watching a lot of footage. When you make a doc, you watch a lot of footage. And it's like from the 80s, from the 70s, from the 90s. And when you watch one of those docs that has a lot of footage from the 80s and the 90s and stuff, you go, oh, yeah, none of those guys were thinking crazy thoughts. Like they were sort of everyone was normal. Like there was drugs. There was booze. There was, you know, societal ills, but they weren't thinking like fucking batshit Looney Tunes like there there are now. Like now people are pitching ideas much like, well, he identifies as oh a female, so he should be able to bring his cock and balls. And And when you hear about like even how the stories are portrayed, like when they talk about that We Spa inc- incident um, – and you hear the L.A. Times report on it. It's like she walked into the ladies uh, locker room and she was grooming her beard and she had what appeared to resemble male genitalia. Like, hey, idiots, it's a dude. Right. Just S- stop calling him she. Right. It's you, it, you can't define biology. You can't define wh- how you were created. But they're being too delicate. Well, when you're born, and then they get, yes, they get all, I love it when they explain it. Like, listen, when you're born, the doctor oh, God. assigns you. Oh, God. 
a gender, uh, but that's arbitrary. Yeah. You understand? Yeah. And then you get older, then you get to decide on your own gender because the whatever the doctor did was assigning you. It's like, no, you have a cock and balls or you have a vagina, and that's what the doctor writes on the fucking form. And it's almost like, I, I know this is a stupid reference, but don't you remember you were a kid and you'd... And, and they'd read you the ugly duckling. Mm-hmm. As like you didn't, the, the duckling didn't know what he was. He just knew he was ugly, and everyone made fun of him. He wasn't sure. And then his mom just kept saying, "You yeah, guys, not done with you yet." And then he became this beautiful swan. Ah, you see, you're done. Does anyone read the the fucking little duckling to their kids when they say, "My I don't like my penis," or when they're seven, eight years old and they don't know what's going? On. They're not supposed to know what's going on. Yes. But you should let them know. Don't worry about it. Everything's got an order. Yes. Uh, it's all going to work out. What the fuck is wrong with these people? Uh, the golden rule. They have children. Let me tell you. Wow, wow, Wubsy screwed the whole thing up. Uh, wow, wow, Wubsy. <laughs> wow, you know, wow, Wubsy. Do you know who wow, wow, Wubsy is? Remind me. I, I remember this. The uh, the two worst children's cartoons, like my kids are 17 when they were three, were Dora the Explorer. Yes. And then uh, Wow Wow Wubsy. And when Wow Wow Wubsy wrote the song about being the coolest, he we ruined kids. Mm. We, we, we The self-esteem movement ruined everybody because we live in a society and you're not supposed to be number one. You're supposed to look out for others. And, and even... And it's really, it sounds like trite and biblical and old or whatever, but uh, the golden rule, that's all you need for society. That that keeps everything in check. The golden rule. Like, oh, you want to travel with your dog? I want to travel with my dog. Yeah, but what if you're sitting on an airplane and the two people next to you have their dogs on their lap? Would you like that? And you go, no, I guess I wouldn't like that. Well, then... You shouldn't bring your dog on an airplane because I don't think that person would appreciate it. It's out. It's off. It's on. It's the golden rule is gone. And I knew it 15 years ago when I was watching Wow Wow Wubsy. <laughs> I have a little watershed moments where I stop and I go, oh, we're we're fucked as a society because it, Wow Wow was is is I gotta watch Wow Wow was, is yeah. a mainstream of uh, my audience has heard it enough but I'll play 40 seconds of uh, yeah, I want to see Wow Wow him explaining what the golden rule is and how you're the coolest you you don't have to do a fancy dance you don't have to wear the fancy pants you only have to give yourself a chance and you'll see you are the coolest you don't have to talk a certain way. Bah! There's nothing special that you have to say. Just be yourself every day, and everyone will know you're the coolest. All right, hold on. So you don't do anything, and everyone will know you're the coolest? That's the worst message you could ever say. You want to talk about a life of disappointment. Do nothing. <laughs> do nothing, and everyone will know you're the coolest. Except for who the fuck is everyone in this equation, if you think about it. Who's everyone? If everyone's the coolest, where, where's your audience? Like, yeah. you go play a theater of 900 people. Do they all stand up and start doing comedy <laughs> when you hit the stage? Because that's what Wow Wow says. Wow Wow's retarded. And so he's, is his writers. He's going to uh, explain what the new golden rule is, too, which is which is uh, 
the best part of the equation. Dawson's having to run around a little bit there. It's all right. <laughs> we'll, we'll get it. Be weird. Just be yourself every day. And everyone will know you're the coolest. Being cool is easy and fun. You don't have to be like everyone. Be yourself. You'll be number one. And you'll feel like the coolest. Say it loud. Say it proud. Be yourself and stand out from the crowd. Don't forget the golden rule. The golden rule is you, you're being the coolest. Yes. <laughs> That's the golden rule? That's it. That is the opposite of the golden rule. Be the coolest. Ugh, we're fucked, <laughs> Jim. Be we are all so you fucked. can be. Um, you are the coolest. So what do we do? Uh, listen. That's I, what I keep saying. What do no, we do now? I, listen, I've, I've said, said, look, Dr. Drew... Would always say to me, "What's next? Where are we heading? Where are What's we going? going on?" Because yeah. he always knew I would predict. Here's where we're going with everything. Mm-hmm. I would say everything. I, when I, I talked to him in '97. I said, uh, "Bruce Jenner's becoming a woman." Everyone looked at me, and they went, "What?" I went, "Bruce Jenner's becoming a chick," and they'd all go, "What? What are you talking about?" I go, "I don't know what I'm talking about. I'm just telling you, Bruce Jenner's becoming a woman." Slowly coming out, and he wasn't to anyone else back then, but to me. He was becoming a chick. Yeah. So I see it. I told him the opioid thing. I said, the big pharma, they're all over this. They fucking love it. Drew's like, they hate this. This is in the 90s. I, I was like, what do you mean? They get people hooked on 100 pills a day. Of course they fucking love it. No, they don't love it. It's a problem for them. Turned out they loved it. Okay. I can see into the future. Well, I want to see where we're going, Adam. Where are we going? Safe spaces and octagons. That's it. California is going to be a safe space. Florida is going to be an octagon. And all the fucking guys who like freedom in Jeeps and wear their sunglasses on top of their ball caps are moving to fucking Florida. And the then California and states like California and cities, you know, L.A., Portland, Seattle, they're going to start crumbling and coming undone. Yeah. And they're going to have to go to Texas and Florida and go, you need to help us. You need yes. to give us money. You need to do something for us. I mean, already... Everyone's trying to get the fuck out of California, and all Gavin Newsom is trying to do is figure out ways to get money from people after they move out of California. He's not trying to figure out a way to make California what a better. a shakedown. A total shakedown. What a shakedown. I can't believe Cal- I cannot believe Californians have not lost their mind, went to wherever he is, and just say, you know what, we're, d- we're done. You're out. You're out. Uh, listen, My neighbor's going to give it a shot for a while, but you're out for now. You're out. I got a great clip to play because I know you liked it when he was in here 10 years ago. He didn't answer. He, he, you made him exactly what he is. Just yes. a weasel oil sales person. Yes. Uh, down. Yeah. You broke him down. But even after that moment, how does I don't I We're don't stupid. believe there's voting. I never believed there was voting. We're really the dumbest. Do. We are. We're not the coolest. That's the golden rule. The golden rule is Californians are the dumbest. But I'll play this little clip because we just had the 10 freeway catch on fire because a homeless encampment, you know, all the homeless are you parked under the freeway. You didn't send the, the Chinese guy here to clear him out? Oh, no. That's San Francisco. <laughs> I wish you visited us. I know, but yeah. he should but come to nice. every state. You should, yeah. I mean, that's the thing. Yeah, we just found over. out. <laughs> so... Um, he get, went on this long-winded diatribe about opening up the 10 and how important it was to open the 10 and all this kind of stuff, which suggests to me he cares about traffic in Los Angeles. But when he was in here 10 years ago and I asked him about traffic, this is literally me saying, 
L.A. has the worst traffic in, in the world. It fucks everyone's life up big time. And I want – no, it's the clip from him being in here. But um, I want to know what you're going to do about traffic. And this is what this banana here, said. Here's the answer he gave. So I, I, just, I saw a billboard oh. out on the 405 says you're not stuck in traffic. And you're thinking, well, how the hell – what does that mean? It says you are traffic, which I kind of like. Which, which I kind of like. I kind of like it. I kind of like it. That's, that's a moron. Answering it doesn't a make question. sense. It doesn't it make doesn't, sense. It, I'm know. saying it's like saying, "Hey, my oncologist said uh, you don't have cancer. You are cancer." I kind of <laughs> like that one. I kind of like that one. All right, it's on. like, yeah, my wife's dying. Yeah, kind of like that one. Like, what the? F- I don't even know what he's. <clears throat> he doesn't. He he. He danced, doesn't know what he's saying. But that's okay. that's what the politicians all do now. And thank God, there's people like you that are able to just. Well, he's never coming back. But let's talk to another. Politician. All right, yeah. Ted Cruz is uh, on. Like we'll Ted. take a quick break. We'll come back with Ted Cruz right after this. Hold on to your jingle bells. Pluto TV has all your holiday favorites for free. Enjoy our season's greetings category with nine holiday channels, including holiday movie favorites by Lifetime, Festive Fireplace, Holiday Lights, and Hallmark Movies and more. Download the Pluto TV app on all your favorite devices and start streaming holiday favorites on live channels and on demand. With thousands of free movies and TV shows, Pluto TV is your home for the holidays. Pluto TV. Stream now. Pay never. It's time to check Adam's voicemail. Hey, Adam, I got a construction story for you. I was a 16-year-old laborer on a construction site trying to become a carpenter. I got a splinter in my hand, and uh, my foreman told me to mark it and pull it out in my own time. I'm a much better man for that advice. Um... Anyway, thank you for your show, uh, and hang loose. You can leave us a message at 888-634-1744. Jim Brewer's hanging with us. Ted Cruz is going to join us in a minute. Ted earned his undergrad degree at Princeton and then went to uh, law school at uh, Harvard. He's quite an accomplished senator. Um, And he's got a book out called uh, Unwoke, How to Defeat cultural Marxism in America, and you can find it wherever you find uh, finer books. Um, it always drives me nuts that this whole, and Jim, you must feel this too, like they got this whole big movement going on. I mean, whether it's like COVID lockdowns or drag queen story hour or whatever, use the girls, go ahead and, you know, swim with the dudes with the dicks and dicks go into the locker room. And then when you complain about it, like when you go, what the fuck is going on around here? They always go, whoa, whoa, what do you, what do you mean? Oh, it's always saying something about something. It's like, just let them do it. Jeez. It's not even love that. Love. It's, it's yeah, but it's more like, oh, you know, it's like, when somebody, you know, you turn on the news and there's people just getting punched out in the street and gangs of people oh, kicking people terrible. and beating the yeah. shit out of everyone. And then you say something and they go, oh, you're just watching Fox News where they oh, show right, that right. stuff. Like, it's like, oh, yeah, but it is happening. Like, it, you do have guys with dicks in locker rooms, right? And they go, oh, yeah, but yeah. you know what? You're making this big thing right about all this points. stuff. Yeah. And it's like. 
Yeah, but it's happening. Like their whole thing is like it's not. It's it's basically like they're going white supremacy is the biggest problem we have in this country. And then you go, well, last time I turned on the news, I saw a whole bunch of Palestinians punching people <laughs> in the streets of Manhattan. Yeah, oh, you saw one yeah. clip of one group of Let one thing. Fox, no, yeah. the biggest problem we have is white people, yeah. and they they turn on white cops <laughs> on black people. It's like. Well, last time I turned on the news, there were 15 black guys stomping, stomping a, white a white guy to death. Yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, that's because you're watching Fox. But let me tell you what's really going on. It's like, well, Fox didn't produce the film. Right. They just aired it. Right. You know what I mean? So it's a lot of, this isn't really happening argument. And it's like the same, it's like, it's like Biden with the economy. You don't understand how good the economy is really good right now. <laughs> Turkey was cheaper than it was in any year. And you're like... Gas is six bucks a gallon, and I can't get out of the fucking supermarket for under a hundred bucks, and that's like one bag. So yeah, I know, but it's better. <laughs> it's good. You don't you don't know that it's good. It's like uh, most people I know can't afford a house, can't sell the house if they want to sell their house. Interest rates are through. Yeah, right. But it's good. It's good. You just don't get it. Right. That's the sell. And people buy it. That's the mo- that's the more frightening part. But who is? Well, I got to be honest. Some with you, people though. buy. Don't it. you? Don't you feel? Um, the news is dying way yes. quicker than anticipated. This, this, yes. this, we've we've reached a point where if they throw out a narrative, whether it's war related or or mass shooting or or something tragic, yes, immediately. There's a million different angles going. Ah, let's. Yes. Uh, we yes. see yes. who, who see, blew up yes. the Nord Stream pipeline. Right, right. All right. Ted Cruz is with us. Good. Ted Cruz, can you hear us? Okay. I can. How are you doing? Good. Thanks for coming back on the show. Appreciate you and uh, love your work. Well, back back at you. Appreciate you having me back on. Uh, the book Unwoke: How to Defeat Cultural Marxism in America is out as we speak. And what inspired you to write the book, Ted? Well, look, uh, the the situation we're in in this country is 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 messed up. Uh, I mean, I've never seen a time when it is as extreme and off the rails as where we are right now. And and so what the book does is it explains how the radical left seized every major institution in America. So so the book, every chapter of the book addresses a different institution. It starts with universities, then it goes to K through 12 education, then journalism then government, then big business, then big tech, then entertainment, uh, a, a world you, you, you know well, then science. And, and the last chapter of the book uh, is on China, and it explains how China is a central nexus that is intertwined with all of that. And, and, and what the book seeks to do is, number one, explain how and why uh, the radical left seized control of these institutions and but number two to lay out a positive productive battle plan for how we take the institutions back and so the title of the book is unwoke how to defeat cultural marxism in america and 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 the positive go forward plan is a big part of it is is it and i was just talking with off the air someone about this and you you tell me what you think but it strikes me that sane 
patriot, patriotic Americans are always at a disadvantage because we want to be left alone. <laughs> so yeah. we don't want to tell people what to do. We don't want to seize control of institutions. We want to raise our families. We want to have a, a sort of life that this country that was sort of at, uh, like like it was in the 50s. You know what I mean? We yeah. want, And then people always go, oh, what about Jim Crow? Yeah, minus the stuff. We didn't like, right. but, but we want we want the barbecues and we want to have a catch with our son in the backyard. Yeah. And these people are not interested in that. Like when it came to covid, I was at a disadvantage because all I wanted to do was be left alone. Sure. But the weaponized left didn't want to leave me alone. And so you're at a disadvantage. And I don't think it works anymore to so to go, look, they all want what we want. They love their kids. We love our kids. There's a misunderstanding. No, we need to get on the offensive now and go back yep. at these crazies because they're not going to listen. They're basically no, the, Hamas, essentially. It's not enough. Just uh, just live and let live. Govern how you want to govern. No, you have to be eradicated at this point. Uh, look, look that, that that is exactly right. And, and this book is explaining it's not just look, we're not having policy debates over whether the top marginal rate should be 36 percent or 38 percent. That That matters. But at the end of the day. The fate of the cosmos is not going to turn on that question. This is fundamentally whether America remains a free enterprise system, whether we continue to have our fundamental liberties like free speech. And and, and I will say on the point, Adam, you just made, there, there are two significant imbalances. One is the, the, the radical left uses force to coerce, to silence, to cancel those with whom they disagree. They don't want dissent. They don't want free speech. They want to use power to silence you. On the right, look, we don't want to silence. I don't want to shut Bernie Sanders up. I don't want to shut AOC up. Frankly, I want more people to listen to the idiocies they're spouting and to engage with them on substance. And so one side is willing to use force, whereas the other side, we don't want to use force. We want open and free debate. But secondly, historically, the right conservatives have undervalued the importance of ideas. And and what I trace in the book is the left, really starting in the 1960s, began systematically seizing the organs of transmission of ideas. And 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 the, the, the left stays in power by using number one force, but number two indoctrination. And they always start with kids. It's why universities and K through 12 education are the beginning of all of this. And, 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 and so we've got to get people right of center fighting. And look, you're doing it on your podcast. You're engaged in the battle of ideas, but, but most conservatives are more focused on, on making widgets in North Carolina and going out and running a business and not fighting in the battleground of ideas. And that's how we've let these institutions become captured. Well, it strikes me that all the damage and the indoctrination used to take place on college campuses, and it was always traditionally that way. In the yep. last 10 minutes, somebody on the left went, why don't we just get them when they're seven? It'll be a lot easier. Because I called it, and I, and I, I, I called it when I was talking about COVID, I called it crate training. 
You have to get the puppies, and you have to crate train them when they're puppies. You can't crate train middle-aged dogs. They won't go along with it. So somebody figured out, we got to crate train these kids. And when they get to college, a lot of them have their heads screwed on straight by 18. And maybe their dad was a military. They have a military family. They're not going to listen to us. We can't indoctrinate them. But if we can get them K through 12... Why not start working on them early? And it seems like a very conscious move happened just in the last several years, just few years that they went, let's get them before college. Well, look, that, that's right. And and it's th- th- this is an approach that Marxists have had for a long time. And, and, and the book begins with me telling my family story. Adam, as you know, my dad is from Cuba and, and my father fought in, in the communist revolution in Cuba. He fought alongside Fidel Castro and he was a teenager. He was 14 when he started fighting. And my dad was thrown in prison in Cuba. He was tortured in Cuba and he ultimately fled Cuba and came to America. And and my father said, look, the revolution, it was all kids like him. It was 14 and 15 year old boys. And if you look at every Marxist revolution across the globe, it is almost always teenagers. They're young, they're passionate, they're idealistic. And they don't have life experience, so they're easily deluded. They, they, they don't have judgment to recognize when they're being lied to. But a story I also tell in the book is a story my grandmother, my abuela, told me uh, about Cuba. She was a sixth grade teacher in Cuba. And my abuela said that when Castro took over, he almost immediately sent the military into the elementary schools. And, and the soldiers would go into a kindergarten or a first grade and they would tell all the little children, they'd say, kids, close your eyes and pray to God for candy. And the kids would do so. And they'd open their eyes and there'd be no candy. And then the soldiers would say, close your eyes and pray to Fidel Castro for candy. And while their eyes were closed, the soldiers would quietly slip a piece of candy on each child's desk. That's what Marxism is. It's based on indoctrination, as you said, getting them in the crate, getting them when they're young and impressionable. And it's starting with that indoctrination early. And and it is sadly, it is fully infused universities, K through 12 and, and just about every other major institution in America. Yeah, you see those cartoons coming out of uh, that Hamas creates for the five-year-olds to talk about the infidels and stuff. And yeah, yeah, there's a reason they're trying to get them at age five. Something that's been vexing me and scaring me and worrying me, but I'm really interested in, in your take on this subject. Uh, January 6th in the committee, um, the recent revelations about uh, Derek Chauvin, the uh, officer that was a uh, Accused of killing um, George, Floyd. George Floyd and so on and so forth. I I'm sitting around as as an adult and I'm going, wow, you people are willing to railroad American citizens to take law abiding citizens and have them rot in prison, yeah. and you're fine with it. You're you're taking a police officer. And you're going to doctor things and move uh, autopsy reports around so that this guy will go into prison for the rest of life. You will take innocent Americans with no criminal history who are peacefully wandering through the halls and attempt to incarcerate them for years. By the way, there was one shot fired. 
that on January 6th, it was a cop. It was a Capitol policeman uh, shooting an unarmed woman in the face. Uh, slap on the hand, no problemo, not interested in him. CNN's not interested, in neither is the January 6th committee. Um, you also won't let into evidence why this happened, uh, how it could have been prevented. When they start a committee, sorry for filibustering here, but you start yeah, a committee, yeah. and you go, why do you need a committee? And you go, we need a committee so this doesn't happen again. Well, arresting elderly people and throwing them in the hole it's not preventing it from happening and what's preventing it from happening again is finding out the chain of command how far in advance they knew who knew what they knew and when they knew it before the event took place that's the way you prevent it you're not interested in that but you people who've sworn an oath to this country are happy to take citizens that you know are not criminals and lock them up for your cause, it, that is scary to me. Yeah, like, look, I, it, it, it is very scary, and it's a topic, actually, I discuss at considerable length uh, in the book, talking about, in particular, the cultural Marxist in government. And, and January 6th, we've seen the Biden Justice Department use January 6th as an excuse to persecute their political enemies, to weaponize the Department of Justice and the FBI and law enforcement, and to go after those on the other side of the aisle and they, they quickly conflate those who commit acts of violence. And in my view, if you commit an act of violence, if you assault a police officer, you ought to be prosecuted and go to jail. And yeah. that's true whether I agree with your politics or disagree with your politics. Acts of violence should be punished. But what the Biden administration does is, is it conflates the acts of violence of a relatively small number of people with the peaceful free speech of thousands upon thousands of people in January 6th. And they're using it as an excuse to go and persecute their political opponents. By the way, you combine this with with what the Biden administration did with covid mandates in the military, covid mandates in the federal government, which they use the vaccine mandate. They threw over 10,000 active duty military out of the military and they used it, I think, as an excuse to purge conservatives from the military and 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 and. This is for the cultural Marxists. They will use force to destroy their enemies, that weaponizing government, that that, that, that is an integral part of their strategy. And if we're going to fight back on it, we've got to understand what it is they're doing. And, and a big part of how you fight back on it is sunshine and transparency, because the ideas of the radical left are wildly unpopular. So, for example, You know, I've had the FBI before Senate Judiciary. I've questioned them multiple times on January 6th, whether they had undercover agents that committed acts of violence, whether they engaged in excitement to acts of violence. They refuse to answer any of these questions because the Biden administration believes they're unaccountable and have no responsibility to the American people. Again, I discuss all of that uh, in the book as well. Yeah, the when you really start to unpack January 6th, it it's a horrible look for America. And it started as a horrible look from the op- opposite side of the aisle, which, oh, these radical Trump supporters, you know, taking over the Capitol. But when you really start looking at the footage and by the way, whether it's all the footage from January 6th or Elon Musk buying twitter they protest way too much like what's wrong with releasing 
all of the footage. You guys hired a Hollywood producer to come in and create a narrative. But what's wrong with all all the well, there's security issues. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, it's laughable. Yeah, look, and, and, and Adam, actually, something you mentioned there, which is Elon Musk buying Twitter. That's something I discuss at great length on the big tech chapter. But it's part of I basically advocate three buckets of tools to use to fight back. So every chapter ends with how we fight back and it lays out uh, concrete steps we can take. And the three buckets of tools, one is sunlight and transparency, because the ideas of the extreme left are extremely unpopular. The second is changing the cost benefit analysis, increasing the cost side of the ledger to going woke. So, for example, the chapter on big business, I do a deep dive into what happened at Disney and what happened at Bud Light and what happened at Target, all three of which lost billions and billions of dollars. And that changed the playing field for the next CEO contemplating going woke to realize, wow, there are real downsides to going down this road. We need to increase the cost side of the ledger. But the third bucket of tools, and you just referenced it, Adam, is I encourage conservatives and libertarians with resources, people who have been successful in business, to invest in either creating or buying organs of transmission of ideas. So buy a TV station, buy a radio station, buy a book publishing house, buy a movie studio, buy a record label. And the example I use is Elon Musk buying Twitter, the single most important step for free speech in decades. And we need another example I talk about. Several years back, Jeff Bezos bought the Washington Post for $300 million. Now, now look, $300 million is a lot of money. But there are a fair number of successful people in business who could put that kind of money together. Bezos didn't buy the Washington Post because he's bullish about the long-term profitability of print media. He bought the Washington Post because he wanted to own the commanding heights of public discourse. And we need people right of center to say, we cannot cede this to the radical left and expect to maintain our freedom. And so this book is urging more people to engage in that battle. And Adam, you do it every day on this podcast. You're fighting in the arena of ideas, but, but we need... With all due respect, a hundred more Adam Carollas springing up on a hundred more avenues. Yeah, I think my kids would disagree, <laughs> but uh, <laughs> I see. I, but I get what you're saying, and I and I like it. And yeah, it. Well, we now, and you tell me if you feel this is right. We've kind of hit a saturation point where there are more of these people being created, and I say created. Because I'm a libertarian. I grew up in L.A. I come yeah. from a kind of hippy-dippy, free-to-be-you-and-me kind of family. I never had these thoughts. I got forced into these thoughts. I had somebody saying, you need to show me your vaccine passport or you can't eat at a restaurant. You, yeah. Somebody started telling me there was no biological difference between men and women. I started hearing all this stuff and I went, oh, now I'm against what you're saying. I was right. for all this stuff formally. My mom was a hippie. She hated mm-hmm. big government. She hated the FBI. She hated big pharma. That's how it worked. 
Now yeah. and she hated foreign wars. Now all of a sudden the left is for foreign wars. They're for big pharma. They're for big government. They're for oh we're supposed to leave the FBI and the CIA and look the other way when they're up to whatever the corruption they're up to. This again. This was against every tenant my mother ever had and any hippie or progressive who ever came before this day thought. And all of a sudden they flipped the script and they want yep. all the libertarians to go along with them. Which is yep. insane. And then they label you a far right Republican MAGA, you know, far right with all the labels. And then all the labels keep flying, you know, racist, xenophobic, yeah. sexist, you know, whatever. I mean, they're master marketers. But the reality is, is I haven't changed any of my thoughts on any of these subjects. Look, I, I think that is exactly right. And it, it, it reminds me, you may remember a while back, Elon Musk tweeted out, an ideological spectrum. And he used to be he he viewed himself as center left. And then the second drawing, the whole thing shifted radically to the left. And suddenly he's right of center. He's like, I didn't move at all. Just you people went crazy. And and actually another illustration of that. So a couple of weeks ago, I was out in L.A. and and did Bill Maher's show. (laughs) And I've never done Bill Maher's show before. I met Bill for the first time when I did the interview. And look, I think Bill is an old school liberal. But Yes. More and more, I find myself agreeing with Bill. I've I've tweeted out at least a dozen times monologues that he's done because, for example, he believes in free speech, yes. which bizarrely is forcing Bill in today's world effectively to become a conservative because believing in free speech is no longer accepted on the radical left. And I pointed out to Bill, I said, look, you've got people from right and left actually talking to each other on your show. That happens on virtually no other shows be- because the way the cultural Marxists maintain power is is they only have one accepted view. Big tech will censor you if you don't say what they want. Universities will look. We we we've got the the world has changed, and that has made old school liberals. If you believe in individual liberty, you have common cause no longer with the left but but with the right because defending free speech and individual liberty is 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 a a, a i think fundamental tenet of who we are as americans yeah i loved i loved your appearance on mar by the way it was i thought it was really great but um before, <laughs> before you guys i would love to get your thoughts we're going to talk about this later in the show but hunter biden is now willing to testify before the house oversight committee but only in public do you have any predictions or suspicions or um, so look, I, I would certainly predict fireworks. I, I think Hunter Biden, there's an interesting dynamic because Hunter Biden, I think the evidence of corruption is enormous, but even worse, the evidence of corruption of the Biden department of justice is much greater in, in that you look at David Weiss, the special prosecutor who deliberately allowed statute of limitations to expire on most of Hunter's worst crimes. And in particular, you look at the testimony, for example, of the two IRS whistleblowers who came forward and said the attorney general of the United States committed multiple felonies. He lied under oath to the United States Congress. He engaged in obstruction of justice and in particular blocked investigation into Joe Biden's involvement. As you know, I do a podcast every week. I do it three days a week, Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, called Verdict with Ted Cruz. We've done multiple podcasts doing deep dives into what is the evidence on Hunter Biden, on Joe Biden. Um, And 
many of the Democrats and some of their their um, useful idiots in the media have basically decided to throw Hunter overboard. I think they've reached a decision. All right, we can't save him. He's going to jail. But but they're circling the wagons trying to protect Joe and say, Joe, initially they said Joe never talked to Hunter about his business dealings. Then that was proven to be a lie. Then they said, well, Joe's not what wasn't involved in his business dealing. That was proven to be a lie. Then they've gotten to, well, he wasn't in business with Hunter. And, and, and their talking point is there is no direct evidence of Joe Biden's corruption. There is direct evidence. And so on the podcast, I've walked through at considerable level what I would encourage House members to do. And I will say on my podcast verdict, I've had both James Comer and Jim Jordan on the podcast for two episodes each. And so we did a deep dive with each of them. What I have encouraged them to do and what I would encourage them to do is remember the focus here is not on Hunter. Look, listen, if Hunter were just some poor substance abusing crackhead, it would not be an issue of public import. The reason this matters to the country is not because of Hunter. It matters because what Hunter was selling for millions and millions of dollars to Ukrainians and Russians and Chinese communists was favors from daddy. Hunter does not have skills that are worth millions of dollars to anybody. The only thing he had to sell were favors from daddy. And so I would encourage the House members, keep the focus on Joe Biden's corruption and in particular the evidence that Joe himself, there's now growing evidence that he effectively solicited and received bribes from foreign nationals. That's the issue of public concern, not Hunter's own personal demons. He's clearly a troubled soul, but it's daddy's conduct that that, that, that is what I think matters to the country. Yeah. And Joe Biden doesn't do himself any favors because he lies so much and it's yep. so sweeping. I said at the time, I've never spoken to my son about his business ever. I'm like, well, that makes you a bad dad then. Because if my my son had a frozen yogurt shop in Pasadena and he came over for Thanksgiving, I would talk to him about how his business is going. But he basically goes, I never spoke to him about his business ever. So it's basically like saying, uh, we're accusing you of murdering your wife. Well, I was in Denver that weekend. I wasn't even in L.A. the day they found her body. And then at some point I go, well, I was in L.A., but I wasn't in the house. And then at some point we figure out you're in the house and now you have to go, well, I was in L.A., I was in the house, but I didn't pick up the knife. Well, now I don't believe you. And that's where I'm at with Joe Biden. God, you're exactly right, Adam. And I'll say these are interconnected because the Biden White House engages in lying as a political strategy. Corrine Jean-Pierre, the White House press secretary, stands up and lies on a regular basis. Part of the reason they do that is they know that journalism is corrupted. And so the corrupt corporate media will not cover their lies. They are, and I talk about this in the chapter on journalism on the book, which is a decade ago, the media leaned left. But but and I use CNN for an, for an example. So a decade ago at CNN, they viewed their vision as 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 they aspired to be journalists. If you ask them, they say we want to be fair and balanced. We want to present both sides. We want to be fair and objective. Now, they were lousy at it. They leaned very hard left, but they they viewed a goal of actually presenting the news. I used to go on CNN once a week. And you could actually present a conservative view. You could have a conversation and it was meaningful. 
what happened is Donald Trump broke the media and, and they no longer view their mission as, as present both sides or be fair and balanced. They are advocates. They are not just Democrats. They are the left wing of the Democrat Party. Their mission is to protect Joe Biden at all costs, to destroy Donald Trump, who is a threat to democracy in their worldview, and to advocate for the left wing. So I, I did a whole podcast, for example, that was entitled CNN is Hamas's Air Force. So is MSNBC. So is ABC. And I went through on the podcast a dozen different different. I just played their coverage where they were repeating the Hamas talking points. And Hamas can count on the corrupt corporate media to be part of their efforts. Hamas knows they can't beat Israel on their own, but they are counting on the useful idiots in the media to demonize Israel with the complicity of the Biden White House. And so why does Biden lie? Because ABC News won't cover it on the six o'clock news. And, and so the corruption of media helps drive government into the dishonest and radical left. Uh, last question. You think he's going to make it or if the polls keep showing the way they're showing now, is CNN and, and the mainstream media and the Democrats going to just throw him under the bus? Because the day they stop lying for him is the day they've lost faith in him. Yep. And they're going to have to get rid of them. And then they're going to start magically reporting on all the stuff they refuse to report on through the last three years. So I think the odds of Biden not being the nominee have risen dramatically in the last couple of months. And I actually did a podcast about two months ago uh, where I laid out. I think there is a very real risk that the Democrats dump Joe Biden at their convention next summer and they parachute in Michelle Obama. And, and I think you're seeing both elected Democrats and also the corporate media starting to get really nervous about Biden. And, and, and starting, we saw David Axelrod, for example, float. That trial balloon was significant. Um, and, and I think that risk is rising every day. Um, and, and I think we need to be prepared for it. I think Michelle Obama would be incredibly dangerous as a candidate. Um, and, and so, how we fight back on it. You said the last question, so I do want to just make a pitch to your viewers and listeners on the book. Uh, the book, which is called Unwoke, How to Defeat Cultural Marxism in America. Uh, let me encourage you, go go online right now. Go, go to Amazon or Barnes & Noble or Books A Million or wherever you get your book. Uh, buy a copy, uh, but, but buy a couple of copies, which is Christmas is coming up. I think the book makes a great Christmas gift. And, and, and so buy a copy for your mom. Buy a copy for your best friend. Buy a copy for your crazy left-wing neighbor to try to beat some sense into him. <laughs> or buy a copy for your kids and grandkids so they can understand what it is that that, 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 that that people are trying to indoctrinate them with. It's fun. It's interesting. By the way, I tell some some war stories about, about your buddy Jimmy Kimmel. He, he, he's in the book. And, Basketball and, and, game. Yeah. Yeah. And, and and as you remember, well, playing him one on one. But you know what I also talk about, Adam? Hmm. When I got to the Senate, just talking about entertainment, it used to be part of being in the Senate that you go on the late night shows. So I've done Jimmy's shows. I've done Jimmy Fallon. I've done Jay Leno. Um, I've done Stephen Colbert. None of them have Republicans on anymore. No, like they all just it, 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 they just. And the problem is late night comedy is not funny anymore. Actually, Kimmel read from the book at his show where I said late night funny comedy isn't funny anymore because you just have angry 
host screaming, I hate Donald Trump. And that's not funny. And Jimmy turned around and read that. And I said, yeah, that's actually true. Thanks for the promotion. <laughs> he also had a drag queen uh, read read my book to little kids, which I actually thought was pretty funny. It was a, an, an exception to my comment that that uh, late night comedy is not that funny. Well, hopefully, and I I don't know, but I I think that the left is gone so far left that they've lost logical, normal Americans, and they've created all these other alternative voices and all these other platforms. And, you know, they created, you know, the reason rumble exists is because YouTube got nuts. And there's many different examples of this. And, and I think they've been bitten by their own snake. If I was in charge of them, I should have said, look, we, you know, go crazy, but not batshit crazy because we're losing our audience. And hopefully this is the beginning of, of of a normal society recapturing itself. And guys like you, Ted, are at the vanguard of that. So thank you very much for well, that. Look, I appreciate what you do every day, Adam. It makes a difference. And, and we need Voices for Liberty. Uh, your podcast and, and other voices out there, it's, it's really important. Well, we'll keep up the good fight. You keep it up as well, and you're welcome back anytime you like, Ted. I Chris. appreciate it. Thank you. Take, take care. Th- thank you, guys. Thank you very much. Right, thanks. Ted Cruz, everyone, Unwoke is the name of the book. We'll take a quick break. Be back with the news right after this. Hey, I don't know if you guys know, but it's See Better Drive Safer Month. Now at O'Reilly Auto Parts, they have put a spotlight on items to help you see the road more clearly. All month long, receive gift cards after rebate on select wiper blades and bulbs. If your wiper blades are streaking and smearing, well, they're worn out and they need to be replaced. But good news, you can get up to a $20 O'Reilly gift card after rebate with purchase of select wiper blades. Their professional parts people will install your new wiper blades, and they'll do it for free. See the road better with new bulbs? Get up to a $15 O'Reilly gift card after rebate with the purchase of Sylvania Silver Star Ultra or select ZXE Twin Pack Bulbs. They'll even help you pick out the right bulb for your vehicle. Visit your local O'Reilly Auto Parts store for details. O'Rewards members receive two times O'Rewards points on select bulbs and up to four times points on cleaning supplies for your vehicle. Don't miss the See Better, Drive Safer month now at your local O'Reilly Auto Parts store or shop online at O'ReillyAuto.com. Definitely not a Jew on the Adam Carolla Show. Dateline, Orem, Utah. During a traffic stop, a 27-year-old man's wallet was searched. In his wallet, police found a decayed, severed finger. Definitely not a Jew. All right, Jim Brewer is hanging with us. We got the news to do, oh, yeah. and we'll get into that with uh, Chris Maxpad. What do you got? All right, so I mentioned this with Ted, but Hunter Biden willing to testify before the House Oversight Committee, but only in public, according to a letter his attorney wrote to Republican lawmakers. 
Yeah. So, all right. What does that mean? Here's he doesn't want to do it. Uh, Usually, like it's a closed do door deposition. He wants people to listen. Oh, uh, I. Well, first off, we don't know that he wants this, or he's just doing some saber rattling, mm. like what what you want. So. When you're in a disagreement, I don't know, you and I owned a pizzeria together, right? right. Yep. And uh, I wanted the pizzeria, and you wanted the pizzeria, and I, I we were arguing legally back and forth. Right. At some point, I could say, you know what? Let's just sell the pizzeria then. Just sell it. Let's just sell it. Right. Now, I don't want it sold. I'm seeing if I can fuck with you. I'm seeing if you go, oh, all right, now hold on. Let's just agree to whatever. I don't want to sell the pizzeria. I don't want to sell the pizzeria either, but there are tactics where you go, let's just do it. Then, then, then do it, mm-hmm. which is, could be what's happening. I don't, I don't know. The thing about, the thing that's crazy about this whole Hunter Biden. Okay. There's, there's problems. The there's problem, a lot of, there's a the lot problem, of issues here. The problems is, the people that should be looking into this were also the people who ran cover for it. So you're saying to the DOJ and the FBI, why aren't you guys looking into this? And it's like people it's like going, mobsters. why doesn't CNN say they're sorry about being wrong about everything COVID? It's like because right. they're reporting on themselves. Right. They're reporting on themselves. So the, the DOJ and the FBI can't look into something that's going to out them. They're going to get outed first. So it's the gangsters go against gangsters. That's basically we're not we're we need the gangsters to look after the gangsters. Is well, that- it, you, we're basically saying uh, you are, you know, you're the night watchman. Yeah. You know what I mean? And you're in charge of the warehouse and the warehouse keeps getting robbed. And the reason it keeps getting robbed is because you're getting paid off and looking it. the other way. And then what we keep saying to, to the night watchman is, can we look into this? And the guy's like, well, I can't really look into it because I'm the reason it's getting robbed. Right. So, and you want me to look into it? I'm right. the guy who's taking the money. Right. So I'm the guy running the DOJ, Department of Justice, and the FBI are the ones who are running interference for Biden. Right? So how are they going to look into themselves? Now, haven't they all been caught at this point? I I don't go in that depth of of facts and try to figure it out. But haven't it? The thing about you don't really. I'll give you the layperson's version of it. Yep. Um, I have no business with my dad. No business. And I know many, many people who have no business with their dad. But there is, and when I say I have no business with my dad, there's no business. But if you started pulling out checks, we're like, well, here's a check. You wrote your dad for $50,000. Right. But it said reimbursement. I'd be like, oh, well, that was just the one check, you know. Well, here's a bunch of emails with you talking to your dad about business, you know. And here's a bunch of pictures of you golfing with your dad and his business partner. How could if it either exists or it doesn't exist? You know what I mean? It's like it's like when they're they accuse someone of being a pedophile, and then he goes, "I'm not a pedophile." And then they go, "We found some pictures on your laptop. Those guys looked younger than they were." It's like you're either in or you're out, right? You know what I mean? You could accuse me of being a pedophile all day long and search every device I have. There is nothing, right? There's nothing, but it's not some stuff. Right. And then a little bit of this. And then, oh, somebody else came forward and said something about something. You know what I mean? It's like, it's like 
there's uh, Henry Winkler and there's uh, <laughs> Weinstein. You know what I mean? And Henry Winkler, you can look all you want, but there's nothing there. And then there's Harvey Weinstein. It's like, well, maybe he was with Gavin Newsom's wife night. at some part. Maybe yeah. he did ask. Okay, he asked this actress to come up to his room and open the door with his dick when he's wearing a bathrobe. Like, do you, you think you could find any of that with Henry Winkler? Like he doesn't Squeaky do clean. it, right? He doesn't do it, right? It you doesn't. Know. It does. It doesn't exist. You know. And then there's like, well, there's a little of this and a little of that. Yeah, he went to Ukraine on Air Force yeah. Two, and yeah, he got the prosecutor fired, and the guy was That's- prosecuting Burisma, who was the company his his son was into. But he's not. There's no direct link. Like, yeah. That- there's first off. That's what drives me. There's nuts. no direct link because they're not dumb. They open up shell companies. They get their grandkids' name paid. The money goes through their brother. The brother reimburses him 10% of the whatever. 10% for the big guy. No, they're not. They're not taking pictures of them with pillowcases of cash being handed to them by Ukrainian <laughs> right. officials. Right. They figured it out. They're not stupid. They're professionals. They're professionals. They start shell companies. They do what criminals do. Professional criminals. Yes. And they're good at it. Right. But to say there's nothing to see here is insane. There's that, piles of, of documents to that, see. Don't, don't you think, though, that... Most of the country that already knows this, they're. they're well, first off, you got to think about it this way. Yeah. What does Hunter Biden do for a living? What skill does he possess? Like an you, artist. You can. He's a damn good one. Don't <laughs> knock him. By the way, everyone makes fun of his art. Sold very well. I look at it and go, Meh. yeah. It's it's really an indictment on any modern artist because this junkie <laughs> this junkie just took a crazy straw and finger paints and does what you do. <laughs> like he. <laughs> Literally, you, you, you can take a look at Hunter Biden's paintings and put it up against any modern artist. And I'd go that yeah. they're the same. He's right there. He's right there. He's neck and neck. You keep up. Yeah. Yeah. But OK, look, if you're accusing, you can accuse the Trump kids for doing shit like they're they're dealing with Russia. OK, but they're trying to open a hotel in Russia. A big they, difference. They, they do something. They, Legitimate business. Well, and you can go, yeah, but in Russia, you got to pay off the right guys and they know the game and stuff. And you go, yeah, OK. I'm not saying they don't do that. That's how you got to get along in Russia. Fine. But they have a business. Hunter Biden doesn't have a business. You got to pay off everybody no matter where you build a business. Yes. Period. OK, so. First things first, Hunter Biden possesses no tangible talent or skills and has no widgets he's selling and no expertise. So, number one, go ahead and be suspicious. Why would this guy get jobs in Ukraine, of all places, working for energy companies, of all places, if his dad wasn't his dad? So, it's already pay for play just already. The fact that they hired him makes Joe Biden guilty, is what I'm saying. But then the money started flowing to Joe Biden. His business partner said it. There's documents. There's canceled checks. Now, they're not stupid. His brother doesn't write him a check for 200 grand and then write at the bottom for the Ukraine energy company. He writes reimbursement. That's what you write. Right. That's what's going on. Right. And the people that are like, oh, come on, there's nothing here. Oh, there's a lot. There's a ton.
The only reason they say that is because they're still on the Trump derangement. Yeah, I get it. That 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 is now it all yes, does they, go back to that. They look at themselves. It's insane. They look at themselves as the French resistance. And would it be okay if you're an occupy if you're in France and it was being occupied by Nazis? Look, did uh, you see Hogan's Heroes? Yeah, they were very deceptive. They had like a coffee pot, but it was a speaker. Right. You know, they had a stovetop. <laughs> it, it, it was a periscope. Right. They had a tunnel going on. All very deceptive. Yeah. Very deceptive. But you, but they were doing it for a reason. You agreed with it. The Nazis were horrible. And so we defend them. Right. That's what's going on. Minus the Nazi, except for you've labeled him a Nazi, which then makes it possible for you to do what you do. Yes. That's where we're living. All right. Anyway, the public uh, deposition will be on December 13th. I don't know what the mm. angle is, but yeah. It's, it's interesting. It's eh? Now, Ted's right. They got to stick with – forget about – and by about the way, him. yeah, forget about it. He's a, just a, he's a son of a politician who's making money off his dad. The, the czar. Yeah. His dad's the president. There's That's a bigger what, picture. Yeah. Um, all right, so some some weird stuff going on in uh, sports journalism. First off, this is uh, already funny. Yeah, <laughs> so for Sports Illustrated is uh, being accused of using AI to write their articles, and then also the authors on the website are AI generated with AI pictures. Wow. And, yeah. So this uh, website, Futurism, they they did this investigation and they alleged that all this was happening. So Sports Illustrated released a statement saying. We are horrified by this story. If true, these practices violate everything we believe about journalism. We deplore being associated with something so disrespectful to our readers. So they're looking into it, too, because they're using other like parent groups that have hired third-party groups to write their articles and things like that. So, But boiling it down, it may all be AI writing Sports Illustrated stuff. Who reads Sports Illustrated anymore <laughs> or the USA Today or the Times or New York Times? Like, I wouldn't bother. It's all so fucking woke and fucked up now. I don't even bother right. with it like you started putting dudes in your swimsuit edition you start putting fat chicks in your swimsuit it's like we, we're done yeah you, you you have bookmark deleted yes gone not interested <laughs> that's, that's a good point anyone no one's interested in that anymore no well, no one pays attention well to there's that. another so deadspin also wrote a um a sports article oh yeah this is funny yeah and this is um this is a guy named karen j phillips he said the article is the nfl needs to speak out against the kansas city chiefs fan in blackface in a native headdress. Right. And then they posted the picture, which um, we'll put up here. Um, yeah. Well, not this one, but... The, <laughs> they always do. Uh, See, Chris, kids wearing the colors. How do you like being on this side of the glass? <laughs> they always put the wrong... They <laughs> always do the wrong picture. Yeah. He put the reveal picture on. Right. So you right. They start they put, off with that picture. They put this picture up, and it, it shows the side profile of this kid in native headdress. Um, and, yeah, his face is painted black. Mm -hmm. But then... People were quick to point out. Wait, actually, his paint is his face is painted half red, half black. The, yes. the Chiefs' colors. Yes. And um, yeah, so Elon Musk even uh, was ripping this guy um, for doing it. But like now, people are arguing about this still. Like he's even doubling down. The writer. Um, they always double down. He's the, like that's Jesse Smollett sticking with his story. Yeah, it's like look for the idiots in my. This is the writer for the idiots in my mentions who are treating this as some harmless act because the other side of his face is painted red. Oh, I could make the argument that it makes it even worse. Oh God! Yeah, and he says you're the you're all the ones who hate Mexicans but wear sombreros or sombreros on Cinco, 
And yeah, I, I and don't like, even know what that. Him, what does that mean? I don't even know. But okay, um, he uh, he's, he's a shitty writer. He is, that's but his example. He's a clickbaiter. Yeah. yeah, and um, and people are saying, uh, look, it's still offensive because he's uh, he's painted himself as a Native okay. American. Uh, first off, I reject all of this all the time. Number one, first things, there's literally more race hustlers than there is actual racism in this country at this point. There's more people getting paid hustling race than there are actual Klansmen in this country. I'll bet if you took all the assholes online that are out hustling with race, you know, uh, Derek Chauvin and whatever, whatever, Catholic, Covington Catholic and, you know, Kyle Rittenhouse. If you took all the hustlers, and by the way, I would include the ladies from The View. Is hustlers. They, they, they are major hustlers. There's they may five be the top dogs. Most people on CNN. Yes. You would if you took all the people online who had their blog posts and their podcasts and stuff. You would outnumber the actual members of the clan. I agree. That's where we're at now. There are yeah. more physical race hustlers than there are actual members of the clan. Like I don't even know what the clan membership is, but every third fucking Yenta and jack off on Twitter <laughs> is a race hustler at this point. Including this guy whose name we don't even know from Deadspin. I mean never heard of is what I'm saying. Number one. Number two. Uh, you name your team after either animals that are sort of majestic or that you see you you do either a lot of lions and bears and jaguars right. and, and things like that. And you do chiefs and warriors and stuff like that because you look at them as fierce competitors. Correct. So it is a homage to the Chief. group. Yes. It's the head mother. Let, let, do you want to hear some of this article? Let's just read. Let's yeah. hear what Quran said. Let's hear it. Who's a black dude, right? Yes. All right. It takes a lot of uh, it takes a lot to disrespect two groups of people at once. But on Sunday afternoon in Las Vegas, a Kansas City Chiefs fan found a way to hate black people oh, and God. the Native Americans at the same They're time. So hate them. They're so poisoned. It, it the little it, kid, the little kid, couldn't wait to hate. Yes. It was as if John Gruden's emails had come to life. Oh, John Gruden's stuff was like, <laughs> oh my, G rated. John Gruden got thrown under the fucking bus. Made fun of some guys who had big lips or something. This guy's computer should be hacked and looked at. Such a douche, yeah. The image of a Chiefs fan in blackface wearing a native headdress during a road game leads to so many unanswered questions. Why did the camera person give this fan the attention? Why did the producer allow that camera angle to be aired at all? Is that fan a kid, teenager, or young adult? Despite their age... Who taught that person that what they were wearing was appropriate? The answers to all those questions lead back to the NFL. By the way, let's talk about appropriate. Guy sh- the guy used to show up, barrel man in Denver would show up just wearing a barrel with suspend- suspenders. There's a guy, the guy from Carolina would dress up as like Mr. Heat Miser. Have you looked at the uh, Raiders Nation and see what those fucking gargoyles are, are wearing? Like, nobody goes to a Raiders game wearing anything appropriate. Number number one, but his team is called the Chiefs, and yeah. so he's wearing a ceremonial headdress that a Chief would wear. And he's wearing like, the colors right. of yeah. the team. People were defending this uh, this writer too, saying, "Well, it was an away game, though. He shouldn't be going to an away game dressed like that." Jesus oh my Christ. god. This guy's such a fucking idiot. While it isn't the league's responsibility to stop racism and hate from being taught in the home, they are a league that has relentlessly participated in prejudice. 
if the NFL had outlawed the chop at Chiefs games and been more aggressive in changing the team's, team's name, then we wouldn't be here. There's no place for a franchise to be called the Chiefs in a league that's already eradicated Redskins. This the is- Chiefs is like the generals. It's like yeah. it's just a rank, essentially, of people, number one. Number two, God, is this guy right for sports? Is this a sports publication, Deadspin? Isn't spin well, like a... Deadspin's like all, it's, it's oh, everything. But, it's yeah. clickbait. All right, it's, yeah. it, we, we write in, this, the, in the end zone, we have end racism. Do you understand they're manufacturing racism now? Yes. They're manufacturing yes. it. We're nuts. It's yeah. 2024. We're still... We never stop talking about racism. So much to the point... Every player on the field is black, and they celebrate in the end zone uh, under a five-foot banner of a thing on the floor that says, end racism. On all their helmets. There's- but, yeah, this guy's like, <laughs> this guy's like they part- relentlessly participate in prejudice. This guy's a fucking boob. This feels like it was written by AI. Yes. <laughs> it could it's be. That guy outrage. may be AI. Yeah. Yeah, it's we're so fucking we're yeah. such idiots. Well, but, well, but the fact that people even give it attention is mind-boggling. But I know, it's but you. This it's is, what you say. It's produced. It's all well manufactured and produced. The point is, is they're getting so far over their fucking skis now that a this kid's going to sue. That's what everyone Deadspin. is encouraging. That'd be great. To do. Yeah, Covington Catholic guy sued. Um, Whoopi Goldberg, the aforementioned Whoopi Goldberg's got to pay Kyle Rittenhouse for calling him a racist. Like these people are going to start getting sued. And once they get sued, they'll shut the fuck up. Yeah. They'll do what Bud Light did, which is, hey, Dana White, we got a hundred million bucks. We're going to take it away from the he, she and drop it off in, (laughs) in the octagon. That's right. Because they care about money and that's how it's going to work. And I hate litigious people, but if it'll, if it'll shut these people up, then we got to do it. And we're going to have to do it with the businesses that got shut down by COVID and all the fucking government overreach and all of it. It all needs they need to be sued. Yes. So they stop. The biggest movement years in civil rights. They no bus. They put them out of business. We're not riding your buses anymore. Putting them out right. of business. Whoa, 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 whoa. I, it baffled. That's the only way to do it is put them all out of business. All right. One more. All right. Well. Jim, uh, he just moved to Florida, so let's do mm. a fun Florida I love Florida. Story. Go ahead. You can say what you want. Are you in Naples? Yeah. Oh, love that's a, it. That's a it's so story. nice. I didn't <laughs> so realize normal. I was that poor until I moved there. Yeah, it's a lot of rich people. <laughs> Holy shit. Yeah. That's some serious cash. Well, police just arrested a Miami woman on aggravated battery charge over the weekend after they said she stabbed her boyfriend in the eyelid Ooh. with a hypodermic needle during a domestic oh. dispute. The eyelid? Yeah. Oh. She was 44. She said her boyfriend of eight years, um, they had been in an ongoing argument about him looking at other women, and that escalated Saturday. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Um, the, the report states that the man went to lay down on the couch, and she jumped on him on top with two rabies needles that were for their dogs. Wow. Wow. It's a passionate woman. Yeah. I respect Just, that. Lo- uh, she's what? Wow. She doesn't look anything like him. I thought she was going to look. <laughs> That's always like a petite Jewish lady. I know. Mm. Yeah. So anyway, she uh, she then left after realizing what she had done. The man required treatment at the hospital. She was jailed on a $7,000 bond after a judge found probable cause to charge her with a second degree felony. But just, yeah, no looking at other women now. Yeah. Well, she seems insecure. Yeah. Well, (laughs) she's not great to look at. That's I want to see the guy. 
Yeah, he wants to see the guy he, in the mirror too. He just too. wants to see. He, 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 wants wants to see. he can't see anything. <laughs> he can't see anything. I'd always remind. I don't. I remember what uh, old Woody Allen movie. I don't know why. I think about it every once in a while where someone goes, "This guy, he got shot in the eye," and Woody Allen goes, "Oh, oh, so he he can't see," and he goes. No, he's dead. And he goes, oh, yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why that cracked me up. All right, wow. well, we'll go out on a happy note. Woof. Jim Brewer's got a stand-up special, Country Boy Will Survive by Jim Brewer. It's available on Rumble and YouTube. And uh, Ted Cruz, Unwoke, How to Defeat the Cultural Marxism in America as well. Uh, me, Fargo theater doing stand-up that'll be uh, tomorrow night one show there then nashville going to zany's doing four shows there friday and saturday in huntsville doing stand-up in alabama doing a bunch of shows there on sunday just go to amcrow.com for all the live shows until next time Adam Crow for jim brewer and ted cruz and chris maxpana say it mahalo you can leave us a voicemail at 888-634-1744. You can also see me, Mike Dawson, live tonight at Vulcan Gas Company in Austin, Texas. And get tickets to see the Ace Man live at adamcarolla.com. Hold on to your jingle bells. Pluto TV has all your holiday favorites for free. Enjoy Christmas classics like Scrooge with Bill Murray or Last Holiday with Queen Latifah. Plus, dive into festive channels like holiday movie favorites by Lifetime or Hallmark Movies and more. Download the Pluto TV app on all your favorite devices and start streaming holiday favorites on live channels and on demand. With thousands of free movies and TV shows, Pluto TV is your home for the holidays. Pluto TV. Stream now. Pay never. Hold on to your jingle bells. Pluto TV has all your holiday favorites for free. Enjoy our season's greetings category with nine holiday channels, including holiday movie favorites by Lifetime, Festive Fireplace, Holiday Lights, and Hallmark Movies and more. Download the Pluto TV app on all your favorite devices and start streaming holiday favorites on live channels and on demand. With thousands of free movies and TV shows, Pluto TV is your home for the holidays. Pluto TV. Stream now. Pay never.